Welcome to the Pioneer Forage Forum, featuring news and information important to dairy professionals working for successful animal nutrition. Speaking today with Livestock Information Manager Leo Brown with Pioneer Hybrid International, and our topic today is high-moisture corn, or HMC for short. Leo, with the high cost of fuel that we're seeing today, even if prices are going down a little bit, it's still high. It seems one way to save money would be to feed high-moisture corn instead of dry what are uh, maybe some of the other benefits of feeding high-moisture corn? Well, you're right, Cindy. There's a lot of um, increase in popularity with high-moisture corn these days. Um, har- harvesting high-moisture corn, um, because you're harvesting it at a higher moisture level, means uh, producers can get out into the field a little bit earlier. And, and because they're out there earlier um, under normal drying conditions, they actually can have a longer harvest window. Uh, at, at optimum harvest that would uh, reduce overall field losses. And uh, as you mentioned, in silent high-moisture corn uh, does reduce fuel costs, providing an alternative to artificial drying. But one fact not to forget with that is that it also reduces uh, labor costs in a sense as you're putting up high-moisture corn as opposed to all the work in, in uh, uh, trying to get it dried down. And uh, while there may be some starch digestibility differences between one hybrid or another based on the kernel type, um, this can largely be eliminated even on dry corn depending on the degree of processing. But in high-moisture corn, these differences are, are totally negated after the high-moisture corn has been allowed to adequately ferment and has been in storage for um, uh, 30 to 60 days or longer. So those are also important aspects to keep in mind as to advantages of uh, 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 harvesting and storing and feeding high-moisture corn. What are some of the factors, then, that producers should consider when they're storing or feeding the high-moisture corn in their rations? Harvesting and storing the corn crop as high-moisture corn uh, basically means the producer would incur some losses associated with fermentation and feed-out. These can be substantially higher than dry corn in the past. Um, However, the recent availability of lactobacillus buchneri inoculants, or L-buchneri, as we uh, shorten it up, uh, uh, that are specifically designed for high-moisture corn has helped um, uh, improve the overall fermentation and reduce the losses that you have during that stage. And, and actually where they really shine is they improve the bunk life uh, so much better that those losses are cut in half or more typically, and that's usually probably the biggest problem that would plague most high-moisture corn um, people that are feeding feeding it anyway. And uh, harvest for high-moisture corn can typically begin once the corn has uh, reached the physiological maturity, they call it, which is indicated uh, by the formation of a black layer at the tip of the kernel. I think most producers are familiar with that. Uh, Right at black layer, the moisture is typically somewhere in the 28 to 32, might be as high as 35 or 6, depending on hybrid environmental conditions. And right at black layer, then, is the perfect time to to harvest high-moisture corn because the kernel has all the starch in it that it's going to have, and you're not leaving anything behind in the stock. So that's the best time then to um, to harvest that high-moisture corn. And if you were to try to get out there early and um, do it when, when the corn kernels aren't fully filled out, the problem with that is the extra moisture and, and sugar that's still uh, in part of the kernel can create an extensive fermentation resulting in, in actually more energy loss during storage. So if, if that happens because you have an early frost and it can't be avoided, you know what, that's just what you have to do. That's the nature of the game. But if you have a choice in the matter, you want to definitely wait until the high-moisture corn has reached black layer. 
And then one last point in that regard is that if corn becomes too dry, uh, below 25%, for example, it's, it's, it's increasingly more difficult and, and can't always be predictable as to whether or not the corn will adequately ferment. Uh, a lot of producers in the old days would try putting uh, a garden hose or something alongside the silo uh, and and uh, add water to the blower as they were putting the high moisture corn up uh, that that had become too dry. The problem with that is is it's very difficult. It's extremely difficult to add enough water fast enough. However, some of the operations that have planned for that in advance will have two inch lines, uh, water lines leading to to where the discharge is, and it's almost like a a fire hose uh, for a discharge. Uh, in those situations, they can raise the, the the moisture significantly, and they can get it back up to that 26 to 28, 30 uh, percent moisture level. And uh, that that is important and does help the overall fermentation. That's Pioneer Livestock Information Manager Leo Brown. We invite your feedback, comments, and questions at WorldDairyDiary.com. I'm Cindy Zimmerman with the Pioneer Forage Forum.